From earaches to strep tests, visit Miniclinic at CVS. See a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials. Or see us online with telehealth options. That's how healthier happens together. Services vary by location. Prescriptions can be obtained at pharmacy of choice. Visit miniclinic.com for details. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. I want to ask you a question. Do you remember your first workout? I kind of think I do. I mean, it was a long time ago with uh, my dad. And growing up, he was a big influence on health and wellness for me. I used to watch him work out. Uh, But it definitely set me on a good path. But I recognize not everybody gets that. And today's guest, Michelle Miller, has a great idea, a great product that she's out there talking to a lot of people about. And it's called My First Workout, which is a great opportunity for kids to be able to start a good foundation for exercise and health. And beyond that, uh, our conversation that we had on the podcast was just really rich and grounding and kind and uh, just incredible. I mean, I'm very fortunate to speak with so many amazing people. So uh, I look forward to you guys listening to the podcast and hearing about uh, Michelle's new product, My First Workout. But more than anything, learning about Michelle and her life and the trials and tribulations and successes that she has gone through. So please enjoy the listen with Michelle Miller. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Darian. I'm so sorry about that. I'm not sure. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. It's no, no problem. You know, it's, uh, Anchor is primarily a phone app, even though they have a web browser for it. Most of it's done on the phone um, with it. So I think I sent a couple links and then it just, you know, it had to get itself on track. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that time I logged in. So maybe that, maybe that helped. I, I went yeah. my login information. So perfect. Well, yeah. how are you doing today? Doing great. Really good. Have had a great day. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. I, uh, yeah, for me, I get to talk to people all day long, so I'm, I'm always going running from one conversation to the next, which I like. I really enjoy. And I kind of do that as well, being a personal trainer. Uh, <laughs> I, I seem to go from client to client, and then with this new, you know, product, I meet mm-hmm. people now. I talk to people all, all over the world, which is amazing. <laughs> Amazing experience. I was just a really a small town trainer for many, many years. <laughs> well, we're going to jump into that, but I want to backtrack a little bit and uh, I want to learn a little bit about your beginnings in the business and what, what got you into it. I've been an athlete my whole life and not a very good one, uh, <laughs> but you know, I've, I've been able to, I've been blessed with coordination and just, you know, a mm-hmm. love for movement, um, as early as I can remember, you know, just blessed uh, with a family 
that you know we just we did and in born into a a culture at that time where there was just not a lot of technology so we just we got outside and and ran around and um it just it just stuck with me and uh I've used exercise my entire life to get me through life and um I, I you know from going through school going through college you know studying for tests and you know, just, um, it, it's amazing the mind, you know, when your body moves, how much it in, impacts your mind, you know, so got me through school, got me through my dad's death, uh, got me through a divorce, uh, got me through, you know, being a mom and having kids and all the highs and lows with that. So I'm um, just very blessed. And then uh, it went into becoming a job for me. Um, um, after college, um, got married and way too early and um, got pregnant way too early and was a stay-at-home mom and just I've just always loved working and just had a harder time you know doing the stay-at-home thing and um, you know became an aerobics instructor at the local gym when my teacher left one day suddenly and left our class and I happened to be the best one in the class so I became the instructor and uh and from there you know just uh got my aerobics certification and uh that went through a divorce after that and you can't you can't pay your bills being an aerobics instructor at you know 15 15 dollars an hour so right it led into personal training and uh just it's just impacted so many lives in my community and now I travel around and meet people at, in different cities going, you know, traveling with my product. And I wound up meeting vendors that wind up, you know, staying next to me and asking me fitness questions and I give them my, my programs, you know, and um, so it's just, it's just been an amazing career really. So when you say, you know, um, exercise got you through these things. What, what in particular, like about it got you through, you know, the death of your father and, and divorce. Let's go a little deeper into that. So I'm going to say it was a positive outlet and I, you know, I feel badly for people that somehow learn a negative outlet. You know, they, they turn to alcohol or they turn to other people or they turn to things in life, food, you know, that are just not healthy things. And I happen to be somebody, and I didn't choose this, you know, the plan for Michelle uh, that was laid out before my, I was born, you know, I wound up, you know, falling into a world of exercise. And so I just have always leaned on that, you know, so when my father died, you know, and he was in the hospital and, you know, I would go and walk, you know, and, um, I would just, you know, and, and when I was taking care of him up in his, up in the woods um, of New York, um, and I would just go outside and in the fresh air and I would just, you know, he had this great hill and I would just run the hill, you know, and it just gets out yeah. all that, yuck you know when you're a caregiver when you're you know watching someone you love struggle you know and in my divorce man I looked good <laughs> I was going through my divorce uh, because I would yeah. exercise like two or three times a day sometimes and I was an aerobics instructor you know and um and I was young so you know it that just man my runs were just you know it could clear my my mind and I would go teach a class and I swear no matter what was going on you know 
I could just escape. My escape was other people focusing on them, focusing on, you know, you know, my body and their bodies and, you know, and it it just, you know, it just was a positive escape. I'm I'm grateful for that. And I try to give that to as many people, you know, because my people come in hurting every day for different reasons and it's an escape and uh, it's, it's a good one. (laughs) You know, I can identify with that. I, I think for my whole life, pretty much had a very similar feeling about exercise. Whenever I was in college and I was frustrated about something personally, I would exercise. And that was on top of, I was a track and field athlete. And I would, after practice, (laughs) after grueling workouts, I would still go to our university recreation center because it was just me time. You know, I was with my teammates all the time before that, you know, and, and it was just like, whatever I was going through, I just forgot about it because I was just being intense and very intentional with the exercise that I just, I couldn't think about other stuff while I was focused on working hard. Right. And so it just made me forget about what I was going on. And it doesn't mean that I didn't confront those things because you need to confront the things in your life in order to get better as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, right. it just, it just, I, sometimes you just need the relief, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And everything, everything, you know, you're so heavy when you start it, you bring anger or you bring sadness or you bring yeah. whatever. But for some reason, I think it's those endorphins, I guess, you know, just kick in. So you're just, all that stuff's still there, but it's just, it's just, li- it's just a lighter, it's just a lesser <laughs> load of it or something, you know, it just, yeah. it's, there's, it's a very powerful thing. So what have you learned the most in your career as a personal trainer? What are some kind of eye-opening things that you've learned about yourself and about other people and, and, and when you're doing it? I have learned that I, I love people. I love meeting new people. And I just, I love giving. I love giving, uh, I love sharing what I've learned. Um, and sometimes I wish uh, I didn't have to make money doing it because I literally would just give, give it away, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something about that that I've learned. If you give away too much, that people don't value it. That's <laughs> true. So I've had to be careful to really charge, you know, a good amount so people respect you and they feel like they're getting the value. But to the ones, and there's many of them out there, that they can't afford it or, you know, I just give it away. You know what I mean? There's enough, there's enough things. There's a good balance of people that are paying and people that can't pay. And so it all just works, you know, so those, and I just, I really, I love meeting new people. I heard someone say the other day, man, I just, I can't stand meeting a new person, you know, it's just scares <laughs> me to death, you know, to have to go talk to someone. And for me, you know, um, you know, I, when I get a new call for a new client or something, I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to go meet them and figure out like what they, what they need and how I can help them. And um, so I think that, and I, and I just have learned that I, I love to work. I'm a workhorse (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I I just, um, it is 24 seven and, and I, it's a good thing and a bad thing. You know, I've had to really discipline myself to stop working uh, so much (laughs) sometimes, you know, and I'm doing so much good for like children, families, people. Sometimes you can really say you can make excuses for it, you know, because it's not like I'm, 
I don't know, I can name something that doesn't, you know, isn't yeah. important, but you know what I mean? But this is something that is important. So I, I make excuses at this mistake, you know, um, of my family and of my health, you know, sometimes and my friendships. And so I've, you know, I've, I've had to learn that, that balance some, um, cause I love to work. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, I have a colleague that sounds very similar to you that, uh, she is like, she's a workhorse. She will, she will crush it. She'll work all day. Mm-hmm. She'll, and she'll run herself in the, to the ground. And I've had many conversations with her throughout the years. You know, we were just talking not a couple of weeks ago. I was like, you got to put boundaries yeah. on yourself, you know, and it's great to help people. I love helping people, but you know, one of the greatest lessons I've learned is help with boundaries. And that includes boundaries for yourself, you know, when helping so people. Mm-hmm. So it can be, you know, it's, it's great because you're doing something you love and that's very positive. Um, but it's easy to, you know, uh, get burnt out or, run yourself into the ground. And I think a lot of trainers and actually over my, gosh, I've been in the business almost 20 years, training and, and management and the fitness and the whole thing. It's, it's very easy to love it and then just do so much of it Yeah, and, and not last because you're like, Oh, I'm giving everything. My energy is being directed towards people and there I'm taking in their energy and it can be, it could drown you yeah. sometimes, you know? And honestly, it is. It has been a little bit harder since creating this product because I'm bouncing mm-hmm. back and, and forth between worlds now of being confined to my computer so much and so much newness of things I'm way outside my comfort zone. And then I bounce back into the gym where I've got 20 years as well of just that's my my comfort zone. But sometimes like my brain is still sitting out at the computer and I'm listening to this, you know, long list of everything that's going on and or someone telling me they're you know exactly uh, the list of everything they did that day or something I I sometimes I'm like you know I've zoned out before I'm always like I have a memory of you know it's because I'm so in tune with what someone's saying and I've struggled with that lately so (laughs) well it's good I think it's good for people to hear I think one of the things that my podcast's a little different I think it's you know, I have a lot of health and fitness people on and stuff and, and variety of people and other disciplines. But I think what's common is there's struggle amongst all people and in some shape or form. And mm-hmm. it's good for other people to hear that because oftentimes we just see people and see all these good things that are happening to people with the projections of good things. And they go, oh, I'm the only one going through tough times. Like, no, not, not true. Exactly. Most people are going through something <laughs> on some level. You are so right. Yeah when I see anybody around town, they're like, man, Michelle, you're crushing it. Oh my God. (laughs) You're just, you're blowing up. You're this, you're that, you know? And it's so true, Darian, because that is the image I'm creating, you know, and it's working, you know, but Mm -hmm. they don't, you know, if it's a, if it's a really good friend and my husband has, has been saying this, like, Michelle, quit being so honest. Cause I'm a really honest person, you know? And so like, Uh of course I put that out on Facebook or LinkedIn, you know, but <laughs> you know, if you were to ask me, Michelle, how are you doing? You know, you're not going to see killing it, crushing it. You know what I mean? Right now. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just hard work, you know? And um, so anyway, yeah, it's so true. <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's, I saw that. Um, well, the other day, you know, I, I like to post, I've been on LinkedIn forever, like 12 years. It's crazy how long I've been on there. And a lot of people are like, it's been around that long. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I I had to check how long I was on there. <laughs> I was right. Like, I didn't even know. 
but you know, I, I post like when I feel really like inspired or something's really like grabs me, you know, and I was talking a little bit the other day about, you know, telling people they're good when, you know, while they're still around you and yeah, stuff, you that. know, mm-hmm. well, thank you. And I appreciate you commenting on it and stuff. And it's kind of like in life, I think what we're doing, we're doing all these things. And especially if you're really pushing yourself to serve other people and help other people, it's it's sometimes good to point out to people like this is draining sometimes you know yeah. this is rough and because we like to highlight we like to we like our life to be full of highlights on ESPN all the great plays and you know yeah. hey let's run back some more great plays great catches great runs you know and I think that's our life sometimes but like that, right. if you really looked at it, it's not like that no all the time but it's projection of it so. I, I like honesty. I think it's great. Uh, one, one of my clients is a big psychologist that does a lot of work in honesty. So we have a ton of conversations related to being honest and, and, and self-deception and all that stuff. So uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a quick little story. On Thursday, I, I had a conference, a special needs conference, and I probably, I posted mm-hmm. all over LinkedIn. And so I, I, you kind of live for that moment, that post that you can make. And there's hours and hours and hours that go into being able to get a post like that, you know? And for me, you know, it was like sending my son, having to arrange, you know, for him to get picked up from, from school so I could get in the car, drive to Orlando by myself, you know, get in a hotel room, you know, by myself, get my booth set up the next day by myself. Um, you know, spend all day there, then pack up. I was the last one to leave. Yeah. Just because of course I was talking to people, making new friends and which I, I did and was, they were amazing. And, um, but then get back in the car myself, you know, and drive home five hours and get home late. I missed, you know, my son's football and so much stuff, you know, it was such an important conference to be at and and of course my first workout advanced but at the same time you know there's so many sacrifices along the way and challenges and so there's just there's so many good my two columns there's so many pros and there's so many cons you know? right right and it's just moments along the way that are just not glamorous you know in the in the but you get that post out of it you know <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to come back to that for sure but i want to jump into your your current project that you seem very passionate about, uh, my first workout. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, where the origin of it and, and you know, how you came, how this came to be. So it was a Sunday morning uh, back in March uh, of 2018, March 18th. And uh, my, my son who's six, I, I had a little bit of a second start. Um, I got remarried and we had another, um, or I had another child with him. So mm-hmm. him growing up, you know, my other son is 20 and I just wanted to really just be better and do better and, um, just enjoy it more. And, um, so we have with this little one and I've been, a, um, I've worked, you know, solid with this one. I actually put a gym in my home so that I could work and I never missed a day. I, when I trained the day I gave, I went into birth with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, trained my last client and my water broke. And I said, I got one more client and then I'll go to the hospital. And, um, <laughs> yeah, that's how it went. Michelle, and, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he was number two, you know, so he just kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I swear, I think probably three days after I got out of the hospital, I was, I had a, I trained a lot of elderly clients and they, they, you can't go, you can't take three months off, you know. So I took three days off. And went to her house and, and we did our workout. But anyway, um, 
you know, I, I was laying there with him. He's just such a healthy and happy kid. And my mind just began to wander, wander to other families, you know, and I just was like, I've had this amazing career. You know, I know, you know, fitness and I know the body and, um, and, you know, this, this child is, you know, we've, we never miss a walk every day. I push him in the stroller. We go to playgrounds every day. He's just healthy and happy. He's got this family that loves him and we're connected. And I believe fitness is a just huge part of just a happy, healthy family. And I was like, well, what do they do though? What, what do they have if they're not a trainer? If they don't, if they haven't Mm -hmm. grown up with a family that pushed them into exercise, what if they don't have pee in, in school? What do, what do they do? How do they get started in fitness? You know, so they can do that the rest of their life. And I'm just laying there and, um, I just really started it like, man, it was like a weight on me, you know? And I was like, what, well, what do they have? You know? And I got out of bed and went out to my computer and I just started searching Amazon and Walmart and Dick's and Academy. And I was just looking for fitness, fitness programs. And really what I was thinking was a kit. Like, do you have, cause there's kits for everything now yeah. know, on how to, how to do anything. And, um, and I just really, what I found was dumb down fitness for kids and blow up um, dumbbells and blocks and, you know, a video you could pop in and you could do, you know, some shuffle runs and jumping jacks. And, um, but it, they kind of stopped there. There wasn't a lot of, there was no progression you, know, you couldn't mm-hmm. keep, you know, keep progressing. And I was like, man, I can't believe, I can't believe this. You know what I mean? That there's just nothing out there that, you know, is a real skill that, the, that someone would, you know, there's children, there's movements that children can do, but it doesn't mean that they're going to be lifelong. You're not going to shadow somebody's movements when you get to be adult. You're just weird if you do that, going to a gym. <laughs> like, no one's going to do that. It's not a skill. And um, so I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to create, I'm going to create a program. I'm going to put all the equipment in it and make it easy. It shows up on their doorstep. And there you go. That's how you get started. Do it two times a week. <laughs> follow my step-by-step instructions. I even did a video and I am not a personality at all. I'm not (laughs) Jillian Michaels. Yeah. I'm horrible in front of the camera, but you know what? It's, it'll do. And it will teach you how to weight train, not bodybuild, safe weight training that our government says we should be doing every single one, even children as early as six years old. Mm -hmm. Um, two time, two to three times a week. And, um, so that's what, that's how my first workout started. And, uh, it just has evolved so much since then. <laughs> so that's wonderful. That's yeah. awesome. So where, where are you at with it currently? What, you know, you were just at a conference was you're saying, and so you're getting the word out right now about it. Is that the goal? That is the goal. I'm just laying a foundation. Um, there's a a tremendous amount of support uh, people, I don't go out and people say, what, um, what is this? You know, this is not good. You know, I mean, everyone was like, that is so needed. Oh my gosh, I love this, you know? And, um, so that's been, you know, there's, I, I have a lot of support, you know, I don't have a tremendous amount of sales. Um, you know, I'm just laying, you know, just laying the groundwork right now, you know, and just people, you know, just, you know, getting the word out to the, the people that, that want it and, and need it, you know, so that's where I am. That's pretty awesome. You know, 
one of the things, um, you know, for the podcast that I've, you know, as once I started doing it was I wanted to be able to help people who are kind of getting things off the ground and are passionate about stuff that maybe a lot of people don't know about or Mm -hmm. on the cusp of something. So this was, you know, when I uh, connected with you and I saw a little bit about it, I was like, I would like to help out and, you, you know, push it and get the word out there. And, and podcasts are great ways of doing that. I know you've been on a few other ones. You've been doing that. And um, I'm grateful you were uh, accepted to be on this one. So, um, and this is very specific. I have a very large network, um, you know, and I've been grinding on LinkedIn forever. So a lot of people are going to hear this and hopefully be influenced by it and what you're doing with my first workout. Well, I cannot thank you enough, Darian. Um, I cannot thank all the people enough. And that's what another lesson that I've learned in this is that you can't do these things by yourself. And oh. I've done a lot of my life by myself. I've relied on myself. And this has been, that's one of the biggest lessons is that, you know, that I've been taught is, Michelle, this is not one you can do on your, on your own. I've had to ask for help and, um, and people have come alongside me like you and I will always say these are the people that got my first workout to where it's going to go. <laughs> That's great. That's great. You know, it's all about, to me also, it's the stories, it's telling stories and everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. And I've been fortunate. I've heard so many stories doing this podcast and through all of my networking and it's good uh, collegial conversations too. You know, it's one thing to promote what somebody's doing, but it's also just storytelling between colleagues, which is what we thrive on with this podcast big time is other colleagues saying, man, you know, I'm going through the same thing as a trainer or health and wellness professional, or I didn't know that I could do this or start that. And so before doing my first workout, had you uh, ever kind of, you know, trainings your own business, obviously, and things you're doing, but like on this level, have you ever done anything on this level where you're really like doing something maybe outside of your comfort zone that you're not used to doing uh, all the time? No, I have not. Um, I am not a huge risk taker, although, you know, I, I say that, but then some of the things in my life, you might say, no, actually you are a risk taker. Mm-hmm. Like I left a, you know, a marriage that, you know, you know, he, he was set, his family was set and I was a nobody with, you know, not even a good job, you know, I was an aerobics instructor, you know, and, um, but just so, you know, just unhappy and miserable. And I, mm-hmm. I said, you know, and, and I, I, I felt like I had to save myself, you know? And, um, and so I did, I left and with, with nothing. And I said, I, and I don't want anything because I feel bad because this is my fault. You know I mean? This is, <laughs> I'm leaving. You shouldn't have to pay me anything. And, and, um, yeah. you know, and so I just, you know, started over and, um, and then I was a, you know, did the aerobics thing, became a trainer, started making some money and, um, found a niche one day, a couple clients didn't show up at the, at, at the club. And I said, man, you know, I can't help people if they don't show up. What can I do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I went out and I started, I still stayed at the club, but I, I formed, um, a, a mobile business, uh, Michelle's mobile fitness. That's where the MM mm-hmm. fitness comes in. And kind of took a little bit of a risk on a business, you know, and, and going through the, the steps to form a company and, and, you know, 
get a logo and a website and all that stuff. And then it, it, that turned out really well. Um, but again, very small town, small town, small, you know, at, I remember sitting at a desk that one, one day, um, up in my office, just trying to grow this personal training, I had ideas of like bringing in all these other trainers. And at one time I had s- several of them and it just, you know, and I remember sitting there working, 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 and my family was downstairs. And I said, I made the choice at that time to say, I don't want my family to remember me sitting behind a desk and I'm just going to stay a small trainer. And that's going to be my lot in life. I'm never going to be somebody that killed the the trainer world. It just is what it is. You know, (laughs) I can sleep at night with that, you know, and you know, that was probably 15 years ago and, you know, fast forward. So today, and I thought, on March 18th, I had a small idea as well. I did not realize what I, what I had done. And I, and I say that sometimes, you know, um, you know, what have I done? You know, what, Mm -hmm. and, um, and there are some days, you know, that if I had to do it all over again, would I, you know, um, you know, my husband got a huge promotion two months after my idea. I probably could have been a stay at home Mm -hmm. mom doing not even working, barely training anymore. And, right. and I, and I believe that, that that was not my plan. That was not the plan God had for me. You know, I believe that not a lot of people wake up every morning with just, just a burning passion for something. And I think when you have that, it's, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do something someday. <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but yeah. you know, I wasn't meant to just sit here absorbed in my own life, going shopping, um, you know, <laughs> exercising all the and all the stay at home moms and or all the moms uh, work are going to probably crucify me on that statement. Might not want to say that, but oh no, uh, we're playing it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's probably it's a, I get it though. That's the problem. Is not it's not a problem. It's the reality of things. Yeah. I mean, listen, I I have most almost most of my clients are very wealthy people, and they they fit kind of that aspect, you know, they, they stay at home, they take care of their kids, they go shopping, you know, they have wine with their friends. Mm -hmm. That's just their life. That's what they want to do, you know, and some people don't want to have, they don't want to go out there and do other things and stuff. They're like, I'm good. You know, it's it's not for, it's not, you know, maybe it's different for everybody, you know, and they're loving it. And you know what? They get to train with me regularly. Right, right. I'm and cool those, with it. <laughs> yeah. And those are my clientele and those yeah. are all of my best friends. You know, they yeah. do not, they drive in their fancy cars and they, they travel and I barely see them anymore, you know, but every day, you know, I just, I just want, I just want a healthier America. I want these kids mm-hmm. to realize that there's just something better than just feeling bad every day. Sure. You know, these these families that are just dying because, you know, they're not talking, they're not interacting and in the financial burden that it's having on our country. And I just say, you know what, I have something that can fix that and can help that. And I just, I cannot rest <laughs> literally until, mm-hmm. until it, it gets out there. So I'm good on the shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get to go shopping anymore. Uh, uh-huh. you know, so my therapy's cleaning now rather than shopping. So <laughs> I, I do a lot of cleaning and, and vacuuming around my house. Yeah. And um, so anyway, it, it's it's all good. <laughs> You're like, man, I'm not sure if I should have said some of those. <laughs> 
I was like, that I probably al- just offended a whole lot of people. No, right now, uh, no. Those are thoughts I usually think in my head, but to you, I, I verbalized them because I just well, you, told you I'm honest. <laughs> you are honest, and that tends to happen on my podcast. I get a lot of that happening. <laughs> I get people that like text me later and stuff. They were like, "Can can we take that out?" And I'm like, "Why would you want to take that out?" I'm like, "It's just what you thought. It's real. I mean, you know, it's." I, honestly, here's the deal with it and what I've noticed with a lot of that stuff uh, and real talk for honesty. A lot of people are too busy to even notice, mm-hmm. to even care. They're they're caught up in their whirlwind and their lives there. It's very difficult for them to isolate a tiny snippet in something and be like, I'm going to go all out on this and be so yeah. upset. <laughs> I mean, it's just like people are busier than ever. Their lives are crazy. And uh but it, but it's, but it's honest. It's true. I mean, there's. I mean, I've I've been around a lot of clients who are living that lifestyle, and I don't begrudge that for them. It's just what they want to do, and their it's their relationship and their you know marriage or significant other relationship is where they're at. It's what they want to do in their life. Versus there's other people who don't want to do that. Right. You know, they, they right. want to. You know, like my wife, she can never stay at home. I mean, we have one daughter. She's eight. And my wife is like, I could never be a stay at home mom. I just, I can't just be at home. Right. Like, I want to work. I want to do stuff. I want to feel like I'm out there doing things. Right. You know, uh, so there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You know, it's, I relate hundred okay. percent and I'm going <laughs> to own my statements. You <laughs> own your statements. I own everything I say on here. I'm telling you, and I've I'm said some stuff. It. If you listen to any of the, a lot, man, a lot of people, they talk to me on my podcast and they don't listen to some of the other stuff that I've, other podcasts, I'm like, listen to some other podcast. You'd be like, whoa, <laughs> like, this guy said some stuff, man. Right, you know, right. it's just, I said, I told myself when I started this, I'm going to be very honest. Um, I'm going to be forthright. You know, I'm just going to be myself. You know, I'm enough. And I've had many experiences in my life. You have, other people have. And, and, and I find that people relate to the rawness of other people. They're I, like, wow. You know. I see. So agree. Absolutely. So, you know, with trainers, especially like I'm going to be interviewing a guy named uh, Nelson Toriano, and he just released a book called mm-hmm. uh, For the Fit But Poor Personal Trainer. Mm-hmm. So he wanted me to like review the book. So I did a book review for him and uh, he went and you know, I said, you know, we should talk about it because this is going to be even better on a podcast because we can really dive deep into yeah. your feelings about financial literacy and personal trainers, which you know, for a lot of trainers, they get in, they just have passion for the business, but they don't really know how to sell. They don't understand how to actually create, generate income over a long period of time to stay in the business <laughs> mm-hmm. for as long of a time as like you and I've been in it. You know, right. Uh, right. there's some staggering statistic, like 90% of trainers wash out in the first year. Oh, you know, it's like wow. crazy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's good to shed light on that. So on that same vein, um, what advice would you give uh, trainers getting into the business in today's climate? Be educated is my, my number one uh, piece of advice, and it's my number one pet peeve. I have so many people come up to me and they say, oh, man, I love fitness um, a lot, and um, I think I'm going to be a trainer, you know, and, you know, I'm like, that's great and everything, but you've 
for 40 years, you know, you've been an accountant. You know what I mean? You don't just go get, get your personal <laughs> trainers, you know, because you like fitness. You know what I mean? It doesn't, you know I mean? I, I think that it's, um, and I think it belittles our business as well. And that's where yep. you get the stereotypes of, you know, just kind of like your dumb personal trainer. And mm-hmm. uh, for someone like myself and someone like you, you know, I have a, you know, actually a science and fitness degree, you know, and then, you know, multiple certifications on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, you know, and um, I'm huge on educate and on educating myself. You know, I just um, met a woman at this conference um, and she has osteogenesis imperfecta mm-hmm. and wow, you know, I mean, I've worked with so many people in the last 20 years that a lot of things are coming back around again, you know, brand new one. And so right even before this podcast, I'm sitting there on the computer trying to learn everything I can about her. And she's not a client. She's one of those that I just want to help her. You know, I mean, she's in this wheelchair, she's bound to this wheelchair and there are things she can do to strengthen her brittle bones and her body. And she had the most beautiful, just smile and, and just, she was so happy, you know, and she was sitting in this wheelchair, you know, and uh, at 25 years old and she'll be in there the rest of her life. And, um, but, you know, she loved my program and she, you know, and I know that my program can help her and, um, but I'm digging deep and I'm going to give her even more than my program. I want to give her stretching and this and that. So you got to educate yourself and you have to not be afraid to take clients because you don't, they're outside your, your zone. Like if you just mm-hmm. take athletes, you know, I mean, it's great to be specific, to be or, <laughs> You know, I, I feel like, you know, you know, the body, you should be able to, you should be able to, to help, you know, anybody that, that asks you for help in some way, shape or form. And so I just have never been in my that's And I think that's why I've stayed in the business for over 15 years um, and why I, it, I have such a good income in the trainer world is that, you know, I, I've diversified myself and there's so many clients that I've had the privilege to work with, you know, because I've gone and done the research on them. So. Yeah, no, totally, totally true. It's interesting. Um, like you mentioned the accountant and, you know, you've done this forever and now you want to do fit. I think there's a lot of people getting into that just because health and wellness is becoming a huge industry. It's uh, really getting large and becoming more mainstream. So people are like, man, I love it. I want to do that. But that love isn't enough. No, it's not to be great at it. It's not, you know, you really have to, you know, it's like, I, I may like, uh, I like money. That doesn't mean I, I'm going to just be an accountant tomorrow. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, like exactly. A, a financial advisor. Mean you, you know, can I do like numbers. eating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love eating. I'm not going to start a restaurant right. tomorrow. I mean, it's exactly. just, you know, so it's frustrating when I hear comments like those as if, Oh, I could just be, yeah. become a trainer, you know, like there's a little bit yeah. more to it actually, you know? So, um, and I think you need to love people. You know, if you don't love people, if you're not really concerned about people, you're not going to make it. People know yeah. if, if, you know, if you're just a number. Um, so don't, I wouldn't, you know, consider, you know, and if you don't, you know, people, are in vulnerable situations. They tell you things, you know, you have to be trustworthy. Um, it's a, it's a time where people just really 
it's kind of a load sometimes, you know, um, I don't oh, yeah. recommend getting a psychology degree part mm-hmm. and train trainer, you know, degree, um, you know, just have to really care about people love love people, you know, pr- want to protect people. Um, and, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've found out in my time, as a trainer that the, the psych, the psychosocial dynamics of working with people are incredibly critical to the success of your business. And, um, I don't have to have a doctorate, you know, I got one, not because I needed to have one, but it's been incredibly valuable for me Mm -hmm. and mine's a psychological behavior modification, uh, one. So, you know, and have a deep understanding of the psychology of human beings has been very uh, beneficial to me. And I would say it's probably the biggest reason why I've been able to stay in the business because I focus on essentially the companionship element, the psychosocial dynamics, emotional literacy with people. Um, Those, And I think if you don't understand that with people, if you're not good at creating relationships with other human beings, it can be very difficult to Mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. great in the business because you're really forming you're like multiplying relationships over and over again. Yeah. I, I say my clients are my kids, my sister, my brother, my grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, you know, my mom, the mom and, and dad, you know, and all the things that I never had in all those relationships is great. How clients wind up meeting those in a, mm-hmm. in a way. And, you know, and I, I, one day I had the realization, I see these people more than I see my own family. Mm-hmm. More than I see my own friends, like exactly when I see my own husband sometimes, you know what I mean? It's like these people are, you know, they had hold so much weight in my life. And, and, you know, I never realized that they don't teach you that in school. Like you're going to truly care. Like these people are going to be like your family, you know, and you don't learn all, you don't, you don't realize all that stuff. I realized, oh, I'll just teach somebody how to do a squat and off they go, (laughs) you know? And, you know, how much, they go. Where, where's my next client going to come from, you know, and 15 they go. later, I'm like, are you still here? Like, I've taught you everything you need to know, like, why are we still together, you know, but you realize it's the relationship and you realize some people, they're just frankly not going to do it unless you're there. They know they're the workout inside yeah. and out. They know how to work out. They know what to do, but they're not going to do it if you don't. No. So it's neat. You know, I've, I've learned so many things outside of school that they that, you know, none of my classes could have ever taught me, you know? Yeah. So. I agree. I agree. I, I do think, though, there's, there should be some level of emphasis on the uh, social emotional element of working with people. Because I think there's one thing I think is overlooked in training and getting into businesses is that I mentioned before, you're, you're forming relationships. If you've never had a healthy relationship mm-hmm. in your life, it may be very difficult for you to actually form a positive one in your work relationship with clients as well yes absolutely agree you know so it's it's kind of like okay if you're dealing with so much trauma in your life your own life and you have trouble forming good you know positive lasting personal relationships with people it may be very difficult for you to actually have a good training business and I never hear it approached from that way I hear it approached through sales marketing and all that stuff's important. The, you know, the understand the science and that stuff's really important. But in the end, you're dealing with other human beings who can be very fragile. Like you said, they unload some of the craziest stuff on you during their sessions. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, wow, these, they're giving me 
some very confidential stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And can I, I need to be able to keep that. I need to be able to understand how to process that and help them in, in many ways heal. I mean, I have this guy that I've had for almost 13 years. He's an awesome dude. And like I met him when he was getting divorced mm -hmm. uh, from his wife. It was a very difficult time for him. And I remember maybe like year seven, he goes, he goes, Darian, he's like, you, you helped save me. He was like, that was the worst year of my life, but you were always there Aww. every single week for me, training with me, helping me. You were, he said, I've had a longer relationship with you than I've had with any woman. Yeah. I've had in my oh. life. <laughs> I'm going to take that in a positive way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was good. He was yeah. like, seriously, yeah. he's like, I've only known my kids longer than you. Yeah. That's it. He's like, uh, that's he's like we've we've had this strangely long-term relationship and Aww. for him it's never for him it doesn't it doesn't end like the end of the training relationship is, is when one of us dropped dead mm -hmm, pretty mm -hmm, much mm -hmm. you know like yeah. that's a weird feeling yeah to have sometimes you know but gosh that's loyalty and that's that's um, that's awesome Darian. <laughs> we have to think and then i start thinking i talked to my wife i'm like how do you create that you know like because i just go and do my thing and you know and but I've been fortunate, like most of my clients are in his range, close to that range of length of time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, I think it's for me, I'm really sensitive to the the social emotional element. Of course, the exercise is really important. Yeah, you know, obviously, I mean, it's the basis for what you're doing. But at some point, I feel like and maybe maybe you can comment on this is kind of crosses that line beyond exercise. And it becomes this, it's kind of like you're dating in the beginning yeah. with the person. Yeah. You know, you're like going on these dates, yep. the sessions in the right, beginning. Right. And you're like trying to get married. Out, you know? Yeah. You're <laughs> like, are we going to get married someday? <laughs> I haven't thought I'm that one, but I will now. I will, that will I'm come telling you, yeah. Michelle, I'm try I've been married to like all my clients. Oh, I swear. Yeah. I'm like married and committed. I put a ring on all those relationships. Hey, you know? I, I agree. I'm the same way, man. You, you, I, and that's why I tell people like, if I'm like, if I don't show up, then you better check the, the hospital because I, <laughs> I don't, I don't miss this session. And I think that's, same that's here. key there, Darian, you know, it's commitment and being genuine and listening to people. And I think if you don't, if you can't do one of those, it's going to be hard to stay in the business long and to have long-term clients. Yeah. I mean, you said you're consistent, right? You show up every yeah. single session. You're there. You're making sure you're putting on the best Michelle possible that day. And I think a lot of people don't realize this isn't a cubicle job where you can kind of close the door or something and like, Hey, I'm having a bad day. I'm going to throw in the towel. Exactly. You, know, just kinda, exactly. you can't do that. Nope. You're on, you're on stage mm -hmm. every single time, every, single, every time. single time. And you can't have a B performance. You can't have, you know, your understudy come in and perform because you're not feeling what you are on every single time. You're exactly right. And your client doesn't want to hear all your problems. <laughs> they want to talk about their problems, not your problems. That's right. <laughs> and if you want to show up and talk, you know, and, and a lot of times, sometimes your problems can help them, you know, like, yeah. you can, but most of the time you, they, they, they need to be the ones, it needs to be all about them, you know, and, and, uh, it's key. You know, it's funny. I, I tell you a funny little story is one time I've, I've never been like, I never showed like I was completely like, I'm exhausted in a, you know, in a session, like, you know, I, I tried, okay, I'm get my mind right. Here's where I'm at. And one time I just, 
I think I worked like 13, 14 hours. It was a crazy day. I haven't worked like that in a long time. And I, I was traveling to my last appointment for the day. It was at one of my client's houses. And I got there. I just couldn't help it. I was just beat. I mean, I, I just laid down on the floor, oh. literally. And you know what they did? They laid down with me on oh, the floor. Oh, my goodness. And we just sat and we ate cookies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked. Oh. And it was so funny, these these two people, a husband and wife, I still train them to this day. This was like eight years ago. And she goes, did you eat any food today? Like, I was like, we had a little bit and stuff. I've been working all day. She goes, you know what? When you come here every Wednesday night, I'm going to make you dinner oh. every Wednesday night. Oh. And I, I don't know if you looked at any of my stuff, but you know, all my people are now live online. So I don't train anybody in person anymore, but I train all of the same people through the oh, wow. virtual, virtual lens. So I see them in, you know, through Skype and FaceTime and all Zoom and WhatsApp. So we don't, I don't have physical training relationships with people anymore, but I see them you know, in real time. We chat and I take wow. them through the progressions and, and I, I visit them. I go back and visit my clients in Las Vegas and different places just oh, to, wow. you know, I have that touch. Oh, wow. You're and... big time. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Wow. <laughs> no, oh, my no, goodness. no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, we still do face-to-face. -face. Uh, I give them a rub on their back. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I got to give them a little back rub, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michelle, I've transcended reality. Okay, I'm just joking. Good gotcha. for you, man. Good for you. Killing it. I but I, it. I go back and visit. And it's so funny. I, when I came back last time, they made dinner for me, Aww. you know, and it was so nice. And she's like, I miss cooking for you. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, I trained you, but like, it goes so much beyond that. You know, I've seen their kids grow up, you mm -hmm. know, I've, I've had clients at one guy where I remember meeting his daughter when she was nine and she worked out with us one time. It was for fun, you know, and then now she works out with us. She's 21. You know, it's like, wow, it's amazing. And that's the stuff I think if you're, if you're good enough and you really love what you're doing, you're going to watch people grow up, people get older and watch the passage of life during that. That's powerful stuff. It sure is. I mean, I've gotten wedding invitations. You get their babies. I, I have <laughs> three, uh, um, I've gone to hospice three times. They've called me. Oh in my goodness. Sat there. Um, you know, so it, it is, you know, lost three wow. of them and, and um, yeah, so it is like you, you really are a, a family member and that's that's they don't teach you that that's that's a, such a big part of it. I mean it's just incredible that we get to do this, you know, and and that we have this the opportunity to be so close to other people. And it sounds like you you're you're you have such a familiar thing going on. Well, I don't know. Do. I feel like I feel like you're you're we like have this connection, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have this connection of of doing that. That's a big thing for me is just the feel for people. And I, I knew when I connect with you on LinkedIn, just your vibe and your energy comes out even through the writing. Really? On oh, there. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing good things. You're doing good things, Michelle, for sure. You too, Darian. And and I'm even a huger fan now after meeting with you. <laughs> I, I feel like we're just long lost friends, you know, and um for sure. I'm the huge, I'm a huge fan. And, and this is, this is the beauty of what I am doing is I would never have met you, you know, if it had not yeah. been for, for this and, and so many amazing people around this country around this world. I, I Skyped with a man for seven months. Um, he actually emailed me today, but I'm um, from China, you know, and, yeah. and I can't wait to go 
meet him face to face someday and give him a huge hug and it's amazing. You know, it is it is. And and you know, my my plan, Darian, I'll tell you, I, I left out my plan. My plan was when I was going through through school, my anatomy and physiology teacher said, Michelle, you need to head medical school and I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do then. And um, I did an internship at Lynchburg General Hospital sitting by a cardiac perfusionist, and I was all set to go to PA school and do surgery. And I got married, and I got pregnant right away. And I said, I worked so hard in college. You know, there's no way I can do medical school with a baby. It's not fair to the baby. It's not fair to me. And I was crushed. I was just absolutely crushed because I just, I wanted to, to be somebody. I wanted to, I just wanted to, you know, say, I'm a doctor, you know, I'm you know, mm-hmm. this, this, you know, this, I just wanted to be somebody. And, um, and I just felt like, you know, that was over, you know, and, um, you know, like I told you, I had the, my child at home and, but I have this degree and this love to work. And so I became an aerobics instructor, you know, and, so from that day on, and that was working with, a, um, I taught a senior, um, a, a, a senior fitness class. That's how I got started it. And it was this group of 25 women, you know? And so from that point on, it was just like every class I taught, you know, every, it was all different age groups, you know, cause I did boot camps and senior fitnesses and, 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 and then went into the training world. I mean, if I think back, on my life and all the people that I've had the privilege, you know, I would never have gotten that in a, in a surgery room, same old people every day yeah. in a, in a, in a space that's heavy. When you walk into a hospital, it's, it's heavy, you know, it is. And man, the stuff I've been able to do, I've, I've, you know, flown to, you know, clients have flown me around the country, you know, come see what I'm, I'm doing. You know, one client had heart surgery and he thought his life was over, became a triathlete, you know, after our training and, and he flew me to his first race. I mean, like just things that, you know, I just never would have experienced, you know, so God has a plan and, you know, we can be devastated in life, but, you know, you just have to be willing to keep going and kind of see what, see what's out there, you know? Most definitely. So where is uh, <clears throat> my first workout going to be popping up next? Any other conferences or things you're going to be uh, presenting at soon? I am. I'm going to be in Atlanta at the Avalon Hotel, and it's an event for uh, just a bunch of very high-end moms are going to be there. And I don't always do stuff like that. I do special needs. And my first workout is for every type of child, every Mm -hmm. family, um, you know, athletes, non-athletes, disabilities, techies, everybody. Um, But this particular event uh, happens to be at the Avalon Hotel, and somehow the the event coordinator found me and said, we want you at our event and gave me a great deal to be there. And, and so um, that's in November uh, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. I'll, I'll be there at that hotel. And um, I can't remember what the event name is and I apologize, but um, really looking forward to that though. So That's amazing. And in the new year, any plans for other conferences or places you'll be? In the new year, not, not yet. I don't have anything. Um, I don't have anything on the, on the schedule for 2019, you know, just, uh, you know, probably all the events that I visited this year, you know, I want to go back to all of them. So for example, family cafe was my favorite in Orlando over the summer. This was a disabilities conference and these moms, 
these caregivers, they get it. They understand the need from the earliest age possible, how important it is to strengthen their body. They're born into this world with low muscle tone, you know, with just issues that many of us are never going to have to face. And um, so that was such a rewarding conference. So I'll be back there again, Family Cafe. There was another disabilities conference here in Tallahassee. Just every conference that I have been to, uh, I want to I go back. I loved every single one, um, every single one. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, maybe at some point, I don't know if you ever get to URSA out on the West Coast ever. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's j- massive, massive conference convention. Um, mm-hmm. I think your product would be awesome out okay. there, actually. It would be really big. Um, I always go, I like to network and stuff. I'm a big networker. So, um, but I know a lot of people and, uh, I think a lot of people would be very fascinated by what you're doing with my first workout. So something to think about it's in, uh, March in San Diego, beautiful place (laughs) and uh, a great time of year. And that's my birthday. So maybe I'll just. My first workout. So I will, Darian, I'm going to set that as a goal for 2020. Yeah. And uh, I would love to, um, and to personally meet you, I would love that <laughs> be there. I will have I to, will be there. to be there. So, um, yeah, the one thing that, that I do see every single place I show up at is I'm the only person doing children's fitness. <laughs> of course you are. And, yeah. and you know, so sometimes it scares me, you know, but sometimes it's like, you know what, I'm just going to you know, stay in the space and, and important don't in sports for your kids, just because your kid likes sports or is in sports, that doesn't yeah. mean that that's going to be lifelong. And that is my, that's my biggest message to parents is that give your kids skills that are lifelong, teach them now how to eat right, teach them now how to do the type of exercises that they can do like my 94-year-old client that I go see every single week. She's yep. doing strength training, you know, and so give your, skill, give your kids skills, financial skills, uh, emotional and verbal skills that can, you know, my hashtag is help a kid out, you know, just help them out. They can go through life. It's so much easier when they are just something becomes a part of them rather than, Oh, I'm 30 years old. Now I got high blood pressure. Now I got high, right. my, my blood sugar and now I'm overweight. I'm 20 pounds. And now you want me to go out and run. Now you want me to, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like, you know, just yeah. help these kids out, you know, and, and, and give them skills. And I, and that's why I, I created my first workout because it is a skill that is literally a lifelong skill. They can do it every decade. My kit, you know, it's a little over a hundred dollars, um, mm-hmm. but that equipment will not only last that child a lifelong, their life, but they can pass that down to generations. I mean, the, a dumbbell, a step, I mean, these, these, these are things that if treated well, they will last forever. And in particularly the, the education, that's the most important, you know, my programming is, you know, my first program is 13 of the very best exercises. Even if you stop there, please just do my 13 exercises in program one. But you know, if you really love them and if you think, you know, and you love the movement and you love strengthening your body, well, there's 11 more programs. And so a child will become basically, Darian, a professional, you know, an advanced level strength. It's 123 exercises. I mean, they learn the skill, they learn the technique. And so, and they learn it safely. That's the best thing. And they learn it without 
you know, throwing 20 pounds, you know, like these kids sometimes do. They get to be teenagers throwing around a bunch of weight as if that's what it's It's about. It's about technique and it's about habits learned early, early on. And then the world is your, your ocean. You can go into high level sports, CrossFits, or just even just basic fitness, but just go through life with just a standard. of fitness so please tell me tell me real quick what's what is in the kit like all the things inside the kit uh, just for as people listen to maybe want to maybe say hey you know what is in that so type of thing my kit comes with my my kit is i'm a i'm a, an aerobics instructor i love step so everything comes in a step you kind of flip it up um kind of turn it under under flip it upside down and inside i've got an aerobics mat it's kid size I've got two sets of dumbbells, and so I've got uh, twos and three pound weights for my five to seven year old kids, and three and four pound weights for my eight to ten year old kids. And there's a sand ball in there, a four pound sand ball for my younger kids, a five pound sand ball for my older kids. I've got a jump rope in there, and that should make eight pieces of equipment. And um, I have a program, a paper poster that you open up. It's got 13 exercises, um, beginning and end form. Poster one is actually my sweet son, my six-year-old that everything started <laughs> laying there with my, my, my healthy, strong boy. So he's actually doing all those exercises. I wrote all the kids a letter one day I was driving down the road and I just felt burdened to say what I wanted for these kids and why I created this kit. And so I wrote him a letter and I put some jump rope directions in there to help you uh, be able to size your jump rope because a lot of kids do not jump rope properly or they get frustrated because the jump rope yeah. just doesn't fit them and so my jump rope you can size it perfectly and so I, I show you how to do that with some directions um, and I and so that all comes in the kit that arrives on your doorstep and then I do a video and so once you purchase the kit you create a username and password online and you can go right into the it, it downloads immediately and you can you can watch my video. We actually do the do it live, and I my son's in there, and two of our neighborhood kids, and one of my clients that I've been training for twenty years. One of his grandkids is in there, so um, it's kind of like a family affair. And um, it's not perfect fitness, but you will get the idea. Mainly watch me <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when you're when you're looking at the form. But um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's just a, it's a start Darian. And that is what my workout is about. It's a start and it's not perfect, but it will get you started. And, and from there, if you just learn that those exercises and the technique, you, the man, there's just so much, there's so much ahead. Wow. Thank you for, uh, describing that. I think it's, I think it's awesome, you know, and I want to support it, uh, obviously through this podcast and getting it out to people, and sharing it. And, uh, you know, if you do get out to the West coast and March for sure, I'll be there. Um, I will introduce you to a lot of people Okay. and, and make it a goal to get it out there to more people. And, uh, I think, um, there's some real legs here for what you're doing. I really do. I really think it's an interesting idea. It's very, uh, original, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also ground. It's a ground level idea, a base level idea for kids to build, start building that foundation. So I applaud you for that. That's really awesome. Thank you, Darian. And, and I, I've set it as a goal. So my goals um, are 99.9% happen when I've set a goal. Nice. So <laughs> <laughs> to my fault. 
So um, I will see you in March. And Wonderful. Just, and really, I just thank you for this opportunity to talk with you just because it just feels so good to talk with someone that I feel like understands, man, a, a day in my life. And, yep. um, <laughs> and it's just, you know, if anything, you've just given me an hour of just, just some, you know, I just, my cup is full after talking with you. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Thanks, Michelle. And uh, I feel the same way. I always feel energized when I talk to people and uh, especially really kind and caring people like yourself doing really positive things. And unfortunately I'm around a lot of people like that on a regular basis. So um, thank you for your time Aww. and I look forward to a future conversation. Me too, Darian. A privilege to meet you, and I am a huge fan, and I can't wait to see your next post on LinkedIn where we where you we got, met. So You got it. Thanks right. a lot, Michelle. You have a wonderful night, and thanks so much for your time. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye. You know, being a witch isn't as easy as it looks. Between making sure my potions are prepped, the cat is fed, and my broom is ready to fly, eh, it's a lot. But get this, I don't need my magic to keep up with it all because I have same-day delivery with Shipt. With Shipt, I can skip the store and get everything I need for the week, plus party supplies, decorations, and even charming costumes. Make magic happen at Shipt.com slash magic. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash magic. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.